This episode of Spawned is brought to you by FabFitFun, a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products for $49.99 with a value of over $200. But if you use code COOLMOM, you'll get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. That's code COOLMOM for $10 off your first box. Hello and welcome to Spawn, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner and we are the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And on today's episode of Spawn, we are talking about the joy and pain of sending your kids to summer <laughs> camp, specifically sleepaway camp. Yes. We are both in that boat. We are, and we have a lot of kids going away this year, so we <laughs> thought it would be a good time to talk about it, and of course, we will close out our show with our cool picks of the week. But first, okay, Liz, you have a lot going on this summer oh when it gosh. comes to sleepaway camps. Yeah, well, okay, so between my girls and John's girls, we've got, it's like the most hilarious schedule on our calendar. <laughs> and this sounds like upper-class problems. It really is, by the way, so yes. I will give you that caveat. <laughs> Although, we have a really cheap summer camp, so I'll give you that caveat, too. Yeah, right. We found a really good, affordable one. So, yeah, so we've got his oldest and my youngest going to the same camp they've gone to for five years. They're each going for six They're weeks. going for the whole summer this year? No! Oh, my goodness. I know. It's crazy. And then Whoa. the youngest is going for her first time to the same camp for just one week. Oh, she's we'll going have... for a week, too? Yes. And we can talk about that. Yeah, that was like a big decision. And then she'll be home and she'll be at day camp with us. And then two weeks later, Thalia, my oldest, leaves for her performing arts camp for six weeks, which overlaps at totally different times. And she'll <laughs> stick in like a one week of like theater day camp before then so that she's not driving me crazy at home. So yeah, my entire calendar looks like every single weekend is like, pick someone up, drop someone off, visiting day, drop someone else that off. That is someone else crazy. Up. <laughs> okay. And do you have one week with no kids? Is that how it's going to work or no? Never. No, no, not at all. Uh, Never. <laughs> no. We have, I, I mean, honestly, if we had the whole summer with all four kids, it would be awesome. Oh, I know. you. I know that you guys would so we love have, to have yeah. the kids home all summer. But also, it's kind of nice to have no kids for just like a little yeah, bit of time. Yeah, no. We have four. Then we have one. Then we have two. <laughs> then we have one. Then we have three. And then I have one. Wow. That's like, that's like the Fibonacci sequence or something. <laughs> It is. I'm going to create some kind of like mathematical coding art out of our um, summer camp. Well, you know what's funny? Because, okay, so I've got one going to the same camp that you your have, kids yours go is to. more crazy. Well, yeah. yeah so Margot goes for three weeks to the same camp that your two go to. And yeah. then this summer, Quinlan is going to Japan for an entire month. This and my she mind. is freaking out. Yeah, she's freaking out about it. You know what? I was like. And she's going alone. She's go Well, she's going with a group, but. Well, I don't mean like, like traveling on her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teens, she's but going like, with a she's group. She's going with a parent. Yeah, there's two group leaders and she'll be going with um about 10 other high school students because she's going to be in high school. I can't believe it. I know. I'm yeah, so out. it's through something called the Experience in International Living and I just discovered them at like one of those camp expos. I don't know if you have those near you, but in the Burbs, they're like really popular. They have them early spring and this one was held at a college campus near us and it was one of those things where I was driving by and I was like, oh, there's a camp expo. I should go. 
Oh my god! And I was looking around and I totally found this company. They're based out of Vermont. I fell in love with the whole idea and it's an anime manga. That is so yes. perfect for so her. So she's going to get drawing for a week at a Japanese And for our school. listeners who do not know <laughs> the unbelievable talent that is Kristen's oldest daughter look on the cool mom pics yeah I'm Instagram sure feed where there's a lot of her stuff she is a prodigy I'm not kidding she, it's so like you good. know how you wonder how Mozart was able to like, compose <laughs> at eight I, I, I remember her drawing like perfect mermaids when she was four years old and you stitching them onto like shirts for my kids for Christmas she is a prodigy she is unbelievable oh, you're so sweet <laughs> yeah she's excited and she's already been talking with the kids they have this like hilarious group text stream because of surprise she was all nervous and then surprise they're all like anime manga geeks so they all get along anyway so she's going for the entire month of July but she actually applied to an arts camp and then this opportunity came along and I was like well in terms of like you know us not eating for a couple months this summer it was the same (laughs) is there a scholarship or is it subsidized yeah so we did apply for some scholarships she was able to get um, a little scholarship and I don't know. I'm just working my butt off, basically. <laughs> admission people, if you're listening, oh, you're going to yeah, want to give this nice. girl a full scholarship <laughs> in a few years. She is like that would outrageously be lovely. Good. That would be lovely. And while we're at it, you can give my daughter a scholarship to a theater program at NYU. There you just go. Saying. Perfect. Just saying. <laughs> if you're listening, it just happened to be. But, you know, it's interesting because I mentioned that Quinlan was going. But even when I say that Margot's going away, I always get a fair amount of parents that are like, oh, I can never do that. That is like literally the first thing that comes out of their mouth. Because they don't want to leave their kids for that long or because they don't think their kids can handle it? What do you what do you think is the reaction? I think it is more about the parents than it is about the kids. Is that being mean? <laughs> no, 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 not just, at all. I think it I, is. I told like, you, I've met parents of yeah. like 10-year-olds who say, well, I've never left my kid alone a night in their life. And I'm like, that's not a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> why are you? Like, okay, yeah. So I definitely think it's more about the parents and the kids. And I get it because... I'm kind of holding back on my wigging out, I think. Like, I will maybe when I... Because she leaves out of L.A. So, like, when I get there, I might get a little emotional. But even when they went away, like, both my girls went away for at least a few weeks in the summer. It was hard. But I think also... But they were in New Jersey. <laughs> they were in Japan. New Jersey. They weren't in Japan. But still, like, you, they had no technology. Like, you can't That's talk true. to them. And, and so, you know, last year around this time, we did an episode of Spawn. Stacy and I did it together oh, about... Right. About, um, yes. Tips and tricks for first year camp parents. And that's a good one to go back and listen to, by the way. It's really helpful. And we kind of talk about that first time fear that it's really hard the first time to get used to, like for the first time maybe in your life, you're going a week or two weeks without maybe hearing from your kids. And like the frantic checking of the mailbox every <laughs> single day. It's amazing, isn't it? a it's ritual so in your funny. life. Yes. Like I never check the mail. I'm the person like my, I live in a big, you know, New York building and the doormans always like uh the post office uh, left a note that your mailbox is overflowing. Can you please empty it? Like, I never want to check it because it's just junk mail and bills. Yeah, but in the and, summer? And in the summer, yeah. like, eight times a day, I'm like, is the mail here? Is the mail here? <laughs> and you know, last year, because Thalia was home for a couple weeks while her sister and stepsisters were at camp, same thing will happen this year, she got in the habit of checking every day to see if Aww. they had written to her. And yeah. she's like, now I get it, Mom. Now oh, I see how see? important it That's is. That's perfect. That's exactly. We all should do that with our kids. But 
Okay, so listen, I'm curious though, because I do feel like this is more of an East Coast, and I'm even going to say more of like New York City or even like a city thing, because I know like I live in the thing. Let's be honest. It's a Jewish (laughs) thing. But even like in Philadelphia, like the city, I hear of a lot of parents that do this. In the burbs, I'm an anomaly. Like I feel like, and and I'm going to blame you because essentially that's why my kids went away. Like I I don't even think I would have thought about sleepaway camp, honestly, because I never really went. But your girls were going. And so I yeah. you're like my gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> your gateway to like peace and quiet for a few Was weeks. it because it's just something that's tradition for you, like for your family? Or yeah, like, I grew why up with else? It. I think okay. it's traditionally a northeast thing. Yeah. Mainly because, you know, we lived in cities and it's hot and humid and our parents needed to get us out. And so I grew up where like most kids went to a sleepaway camp until we were, you know, we were older and sure. I, I was expected to work all yeah, summer, get a which job. I did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Probably an East Coast thing, but it's it's really spread because now my kids go to camp. Well, it's interesting because Thalia's camp is an arts camp, so it has a very rigorous like theater, dance, fine arts, all kinds of performing arts and uh, instrumental music and orchestra program. So there's actually kids that fly in from like Asia and Mexico and oh, South wow. America to like do violin all summer, things like that. Yeah, like, half the counselors are Australian or like British for some reason. Well, I mean, I guess I did go away, but I was older. Like I was probably early teens, and I went away to a music camp for a few weeks in the summer. Yeah. So I can't say I never went to sleepaway camp, but I think especially like when they look at my girls, like Margot, Margot was eight when she first went away for a week. Yeah, she was like really Sage. young. Sage was right out of, I want to say first grade. Yeah, like she, she was seven. I, yeah. By the time she was the oldest kid. And for those of you who haven't had kids in camp, it's like there's this kind of hierarchy when you get to be the oldest bunk, you get to like lead color war or lead yeah, the things every night. There's lots like certain of cool kind privileges. Of privileges, like being a senior in high school. And yeah. so she is going to totally be that kid who's like the longest camper award. Like, she's been going here for 27 years. That's awesome. <laughs> Sage never wants to leave that camp. And her and Lita is the same way. They're just camp kids. They love camp. They define themselves by camp. It's like their joy. But you know what's interesting? I think you should talk about this a little bit because, you know, I think there are parents out there that are like, there's no way. Like, my kids would never do that. Even if the parents were like, you know what, I think it's a good experience. And I think what's interesting is that our kids weren't all gung-ho about it. Like our oh, kids mine were. <laughs> were very hesitant. Well, yours were, but you know, like you have stepkids that weren't. Yeah. Like mine were a little hesitant about it. They were excited, but they still were. And so I think that's the other thing to know is even if you feel like, okay, there's no way in hell my kids would ever do this, you know, take some time and talk to them and talk to other people who have sent their kids to camp. You might be surprised. Yeah. I think some of it is like as they start hearing that their friends are going, they get more interested. Right. All things. The other thing, you know, my kids weren't sure. And we went, most camps have either a director that will come to your home or come to your community and kind of do like videos and stuff and give you like a virtual tour. Right. Or they have real tours. Yeah. We went in April or whatever it was. Yes. Went over to New Jersey to check out the camp. And right away they were like, we want to go. Yeah. They just took one look at the idea of sleeping in bunks like Annie with like (laughs) (laughs) side by side. Amazing. They saw the lake. They saw the horse stables and they were like, done, we're going. Like it just it's pure fun for kids, like nonstop. How could you 
did not want to do that. Right. But right. on the other hand, you know, John's youngest was like, nope, nope, nope. And when whenever we um went to drop off, all the counselors were so cute. They'd look at her and they'd say, so are you going to come here next year? Yeah. She would be like, no. <laughs> and so we were like, great, no problem. So she stayed with us all summer and we had a really awesome creative arts day camp in oh, the neighborhood perfect. that we dropped yeah. off and pick her up every day. And that was perfect for her. But then last year she started asking. And we wanted to make sure that she was ready, that it wasn't just because the other kids had an experience. Right. And the right. other thing is we really wanted to make sure that she understood that she was going to have her own experience. Because I think with siblings, sometimes you want to have this shared experience. Like, oh, we're all doing this thing together. And while they'll come away with like kind of the same songs and the same inside jokes and stuff, like they're going to be in very different groups. And I think, you know, when you go with siblings or go with friends from school, sometimes that's challenging because you think you're going to be besties, but really everything, it's like all mixed up and it changes. You end up having like different friends you hang yeah, out with. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted to send my kids to camp, and now granted, I had two kids at one camp for a little while, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens when my youngest, Bridget, wants to go to the same camp because Margot oh, and Bridget she do will not. Be awesome. I know, but Margot does not want her to do the same things. I understand so, that. It's I, difficult. And, it's but difficult. But you know what? By next year, they would be in different bunks and they wouldn't yeah, be Yeah, I think anyway. it will be okay. I don't know. We'll just have but to see no, what no, happens. I, I totally agree. And actually, I would say one of the great joys of sleepaway camp for siblings, and particularly for older siblings, you know, sometimes older siblings have responsibility when it comes to the younger siblings. Oh, where yeah, they have to take totally. care of them or watch them or look out for them or, or invite them on their play dates, you know, and to be able to go away to camp and not be defined by your sibling or as a sibling is yeah. very special. No, it's and that so was the I other agree thing. with you. I wanted to make sure we didn't take away from any of our kids is that they had their alone time and their special I am my own camp identity person at camp and not be defined as so and so's sister. No, I that agree was with very you. important to us. So I get I get why Margot feels like that. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, and you know what? For Margot, she's my third and she like basically is always stuck between two people. So for her to go to a camp where she just has her own identity as Margot and not Quinlan's younger sister or Bridget's older sister or Drew's younger sister, it was so amazing for her. You know, that's one of the things that I think about too and why I love sleepaway camp and why like I scrape together pennies so that they can go is because <laughs> yeah. I feel like she deserves to have that. And can I tell you one of my favorite videos, you know, I end up seeing you at visiting day at that camp yes. every year, which is yes. really fun. We yes. have like our big crazy extended family. <laughs> I take tons of videos of them doing like their little dance performances on the lawn and stuff for the parents. And some of my favorite videos are the ones of Margot because I've never seen her so loose and happy oh, and yes, like exactly absolutely exactly. not that she's not normally happy no no but no she I was like a leader she was a leader she was like jumping up in front of all the other kids and dancing and wiggling and being funny and making jokes she was like the class clown and I just hadn't seen her in that role before and she was so at ease and yeah. I thought this is nice she's like found a slot for herself there and a new kind of self-definition yeah. that was really special I agree and you know I'm curious to see if Quinlan actually gets on the plane to come home <laughs> or she she tries to get the family that she's staying with for a couple weeks to adopt her I don't know <laughs> so see. that's a whole different thing how do you like let go and put your 14 year old on a plane to Japan I don't know we'll see <laughs> maybe I should do a live spawn show from the airport as she's walking away from me what were the things you looked at in terms of this program so that you felt confident that you know she was in good hands it's funny because I can be a worrier but then like for certain things I'm not and you know the program 
Instagram has been around for a really long time. Of course, you do like the Google and you don't see really <laughs> anything terrible coming up. So that's always good. And I just felt like for a program that's been around for so long, clearly they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. They're still in business. They're sending kids and leaders all around the world, like not just Japan. They're going to Jordan. They're going to Mexico, wow. South Africa. And so I had a feeling that they knew what they were doing. And then I have to say, it's just really well organized. You get paperwork and you have a portal that you can log into. They can send you a packing list. They've got webinars. I mean, they really do their best to help parents and the students get ready parents to go. Parents have to go with their guts when yes. you're looking at a website and yes. think, are my kids in good hands? And it's interesting because the camp that our other kids go to has been around 100 years. It started as a Girl Scout camp. And so I felt really confident because we knew people had gone there. there. Actually, we started it because a kid in our school, her grandmother went there. Right, which is right, right, right. But it's a very low-key camp. And compared to a lot of camps, there's no pictures of your kids every single day where you get to log on. There's no Facebook page where they're like sharing bunk photos every day. It's low-tech. And so you look at the website, and I still felt confident like this is good. They've been around. They know what they're doing. But just because they don't have like a crazy high-tech website didn't mean that it was out of the picture for me. I just realized it was going to be a low-key, more traditional camp experience. And I like that. You also that. had word of mouth, too, which helped yeah. with that one, for sure. And I think that is a great piece of advice for people. You know, like, my thing isn't necessarily that you have to know someone that goes to the camp. Like, that can help, but that can sometimes backfire, too, because then you your kids think they're going to be buddy-buddy all summer, and they're not. But I think just having people who can say, oh, yeah, you know, my kids did that, or I went to that camp, and it was awesome. Like, that, to me, as a parent, is always, like, music to my ears, for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, most camps now also have like Instagram pages and Facebook pages. You can also just do a search for a hashtag with the camp name and you'll see when their parents sharing stuff like crazy or you see parents who are now sending their kids to camp. Like the camp I went to uh, yeah, I couldn't afford to send my kids there, although my nieces, bless them, go there. And a lot of the adults my age had kids and then sent them to the camp as a second generation. And so, like, that says a lot, too, about the camp. Yeah. You know, in the age of the Internet, it's like a kind of a, a really good way to figure out if the camp is good and solid and, and more than anything, right for your own kid, because every kid is different. Like, some kids want really intense experiences, like for performing arts or soccer or basketball eight hours a day. Yeah. The camp that our kids go to. I call hangout camp. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, oh it's, yeah, it's totally camp. hangout camp. I'm like, it's now, hangout camp. <laughs> yeah. I have to say this too. Your kids might surprise you because Drew actually went to sleepaway camp last year for a week. Yeah. Like a couple hours away. And he is my like anxious sleeper. He's the one who's always like, where are you going to be when I go to sleep? Like all this stuff. He was totally fine. He was also exhausted from playing hockey for about five hours every day. So that helps too. But that's a really good point that yeah. giving them the ability to kind of cut the cord and, and do things on their own can be really valuable. Absolutely. I mean, gosh, there's so many other benefits like independence, making friends, trying new things. I love your whole thing too about the independence thing. Remember like your kids would come home and make their beds, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> when Sage got back from camp, I downloaded Reveille on my phone and I would go into her room and I would hold the phone up and it would be like, do, 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 that's how she made it get up. That's awesome. Day. It was so cute. She wanted to like replicate the camp experience at home. That's really <laughs> funny. And then like picky eaters. Like that's the one thing that I love too oh. is like you think your kids aren't going to eat anything, but they figure it out. Like they get hungry and they eat. They do. I mean, that's how my oldest really started trying foods was because there was so much peer pressure. My youngest, we know she's the picky eater of the family, but she's like, mom, I ate sauce pasta. 
She goes, it was disgusting, but I ate it. And I was like, there you go. See, like when you're hungry enough and there's like eight kids around you going, eat it, eat it, eat it, and I'll eat it. And like, that's something she wouldn't have done with me. Let strangers feed your children for once. Yay. You know, it's a great article. Chris Jordan, who's one of my favorite OG mom bloggers. Oh, She's very funny. Chris. She wrote a post for Alpha Mom that we'll link up. That's all about like, are your kids ready for summer or sleepaway camp? And she wrote this really funny list of her fears. Like, what if they don't like camp? What if the other kids are mean to them? What if they're asleep and the other kids put their hand in a cup of warm water? <laughs> what if a chainsaw wielding serial killer wearing a hockey mask and <laughs> the camp and they don't know not to go investigate that strange noise in the dark abandoned cabin? And I was like, yeah, to all of these. Like, I think everybody kind of shares those things. The same way, you know, we have fears every time we send our kids to run to the deli to get milk or to walk to school on their own. And I think part of parenting is letting go and trusting that you've done a good job up until now and that your kids have common sense and will make good decisions. Better to make bad decisions at camp when they're surrounded by, like, counselors who will help them than, like, when they're on their own walking to school, right? I agree. Now, what do you say to families? Because, you know, going away to summer camp does change the summer schedule, right? Like they're gone. Yeah. You know, many of us would love to spend more time with our kids. Yeah. You know, as, as much as we're busy during the school year and we're still working in the summer. It's not like we have off unless we're a teacher, but whatever. We're still working. But there is something lovely about that summer ebb and flow of the schedule, which you lose when you don't have your kids with you. Yeah. It affects vacations and all that kind of stuff. So what do you say when people ask you about that? It, oh, God, I'm turning into my mom. I'm about to quote. <laughs> <laughs> she always said, life is a series of choices. And it used to drive me crazy. But here I am repeating it. Life is a series of choices. And the kids are upset. We used to go away with like all four girls and John and my mom would like rent a place out in Quag, which is like the anti-Hamptons Hamptons. <laughs> it's like the low-key non-Hamptons place. We would go out there for a week and have a swimming pool and just like chill for a week. And it was a joy that we did that for several years. And now we don't have that week because... You know, everyone's six gone. weeks of camp. Yeah. And so yeah. everybody knows that they made that choice. And so we try to fill that in another time during the year if we can. It's hard. But, you know, I also try to look at the positive side. Like I get to have one week alone with Thalia while the other kids are at camp. I and love then that. on the back end, I'll get to have a week alone with Sage while Thalia's still at camp. That's a great camp. way to look at and it. And so then I try to plan really special things for like that one on one time that we don't normally get to do. Yeah. Same here. I have one or two weeks where it's just me, Drew, and Bridget. I'm we're going to try to take a few days and do something fun. Last year, we just spent the day down in Baltimore. We went to the aquarium and yeah. ate crabs. It was really fun. And so this year, I think we're going to do like a couple more days away. And it was so funny because Margo was like, what? You're going to have fun without me? And I'm like, you're having fun. <laughs> like, Yeah. And actually, you're having you, fun. Know, you talked about that lazy, spontaneous flow of summer, which yeah. I like. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to get so sucked into that that I miss opportunities. And, right. um, you know, you talked on a recent podcast about that post we did about the bucket lists. Yeah. Yes. For summer, yes. like the bucket bucket list where there's actually a bucket filled with things. Yes. Like dig into that and say, you know what? Let's do that day trip to Philly or let's drive down to Washington overnight or let's just like do a day trip out to one of the national monuments we always wanted to go to. Like there's so many cool things you can do in the summer. Yeah. Especially, you know, for those of us who work, it is a lot more flexible. Like you get summer Fridays often or you have, you know, Friday afternoons free or, you know, the joke in New York City is buy about noon on Friday 
Friday, nothing happens. So if you're lucky enough to be in a career like that and kind of take the time off, like grab your kid and go get a head start on the weekend and just do something fun for a night. Yeah, I mean, for us, the bottom line, too, is I want the kids to be able to do what they want to do. I feel like during the school year, there was a lot of them really not having a choice in what they do. You know, they need to be at school for a certain amount of time. They have to do homework. They're doing activities. And while, you know, my kids choose what they want to do for their activities, they still have to be at practices and games. And I just love the idea of like, if they want to go away to camp for three weeks and they're happy, then I'm happy, even if I'm not with them. And I just feel like it's one of the many sacrifices that we make as parents. That's, you know, that's perfectly said, because I think you get to a point where it's their life. It's not just your life and what you want to do with them. Right, right. And kids grow up and they start to have their own needs and interests and social lives and schedules. And and it's like sad when you have to give up your limited, especially, you know what, for those of us with split custody or in a divorced parent situation, it's like really tough when you're giving up a lot of your parenting time to send your kids to camp. But I think that's part of what you do as a parent is you're like, I'll make the sacrifice for you. (laughs) And you like give them a lot of guilt and then you send them to camp because that's, you know, part of your parenting time is letting them grow. We call that Beverly Goldberging, by the way, when you guilt your kids. <laughs> my Drew is like, you just Beverly Goldberged me. That is so <laughs> From funny. the show The Goldbergs. Yeah. She's such a guilt trip monger. Like, she's so crazy. So yeah, that's what my kids say. You just Beverly Goldberg yeah, me. Yeah, it's the Jewish mom guilt. Yep. My mom always says that she doesn't use Jewish mom guilt. Oh my gosh, uh, of course she does. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. You just go. You just go. I'm fine here alone. Oh god. With no air well, conditioning. No, she's not that bad. But um but yeah, we do that to our kids a little as a joke. Like, we'll be fine. We'll just be sitting here pining. We'll be fine. Looking We're for your, your letters every single day in the mailbox that never come. Oh god. Oh, and by the way, if you're sending your kids to camp, listen. If you do nothing else, address a whole bunch of envelopes for them, mostly for you, but, you know, for the grandparents and the friends and the teachers, stamp them and make it as easy as possible for your kids to send those letters because otherwise they won't do it. Yes. (laughs) And on that note, that's what we have to say about summer camp. But we want to hear from you if you've sent your kids away or you've got questions for us. Just drop us an email. We're spawned at coolmompicks.com. You can tweet us, hashtag spawn show. We're coolmompicks there and we're coolmompicks on Facebook. Facebook as well. And we will be back with our cool picks of the week right after this. So we are really happy to welcome back our sponsor, FabFitFun, the seasonal subscription box that you should all know about by now. Who doesn't know about FabFitFun? I don't know, but you're going to have to excuse me for a minute because I'm putting on my Kula Sport sunscreen because I'm about to head outside in the sun. My kids totally (laughs) tried to swipe all my stuff, by the way, from my FabFitFun box. Seriously, (laughs) that is the story of my life. Okay, first of all, the box is so beautiful itself, right? Like it is so gorgeously designed. Then you open it up and it's like, I feel like there should be it's music true. playing because the products, I mean, it's crazy. They have skincare from folks like Kate Somerville, Dr. Brandt, Juice Beauty. There's fashion items from Michael Stars. You love Michael Stars. I do. Best t-shirts, Millie, you guys. Trina Turk. Pro tip right I mean, there. And they're all full size, so they're not like tiny little samples. I have yeah, to say. Yeah, this is not a sample box. No. I think uh-uh. people don't realize that the subscription box is all full size beauty and lifestyle products. It's like the stuff that you want to buy yourself that you always kind of hope somebody will get you because you yes. don't 
yes. and get it for yourself. Yes. Like cool journals and like decor and fun accessories. I love that little like leather business card holder I that we know. got. It attaches to the inside of your bag, almost like a luggage tag, yes. which is so awesome because I can never find my business cards down at the bottom of my huge bag. So that was a big win from FabFitFun. And I have to say, it can be difficult to pick beauty products for people. So whoever they have curating these boxes does a very good job because for me, Yay, all of this stuff, yes, good curators, like the de-stress muscle gel. I've got the Kula SPF for the sun. I mean, I'm just saying that I love and this. And then don't forget the vibrating for you. Oh, yes. The <laughs> I know you're a big fan scrubber. of that. I'm a big fan. And you know what? It's just nice. Four times a year, you're going to get something other than bills in the mail. And it's a great gift. I can, just, I can think of so many people, present company included, that would love to get this <laughs> in the mail. And we've got a great deal for Spawn listeners. If you go to fabfitfun.com, use the code COOLMOM, and you can save $10 off your first box. So that makes it $39.99, and you always get over $200 worth of stuff in every box. So go to fabfitfun.com, use cool mom and save $10. And you know, because it's seasonal, there's yes. going to be something totally new coming out soon for uh, fall. And I cannot wait to see what yeah. it is. And I'm just saying, FabFitFun, if you want to send one to us so we can unbox <laughs> it on the air, we would be yes. totally happy for that. Just a little hint right there. I love it. I'm in. Okay, Liz, you know what it's time for. Cool Picks of the Week. I sure do. Cool Picks of the Week. Are you sure? It's time for Cool Picks of the Week. Cool picks of the week. And I'm going to go first, if that's okay with you. Of course. So we just discovered Classic Reload, and it's a website that has a ton of retro computer games. Dude, it is so awesome. How do I not? Like old school, like Atari? Yes, all the DOS and Windows games. Yeah, uh, Dark Castle, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Dark Castle? Yes! You just brought up a whole load of memories. Okay, so funny story. My brother came to visit a couple weeks ago, and he's like, guess what I have been playing? And I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, Dark Castle. And I, Ah! I cannot even tell you the memories. We spent so much time beating that game. So anyway, if you had a Commodore 64, you had Atari, anything, (laughs) go to Classic Reload. It's kind of fun for your kids, but I'm going to be honest, like I was kind of sucked into it myself. So anyway, we'll link it up over on our podcast page. And if your kids have seen uh, Ready Player One or Stranger Things and are like curious about all this retro gaming stuff. There you go. (laughs) Classic Reload. That's awesome. Okay, Liz, what about you? All right, so I'm going to get a little more serious, but I think this is important to bring up. So even as we talk about all these awesome things for our kids, I think it's a good opportunity to think about kids that don't have what our kids have. You know, I know a lot of our listeners and readers of Cool Mom Picks have been following the story about immigrant kids right now and what's happening with the separation of families at the border, including of legal asylum seekers as a matter of administrative policy. And I have been devastated reading about it. And, you know, we always say that when you're feeling helpless and hopeless, one of the best things you can do is do something. So we wrote a whole really good post about it that helps explain it, that shows you it is yes, it is real. There's a lot of links about it. And it also includes a lot of organizations that you can help that are really doing good work for kids and families on the ground. Yeah. So one that I want to bring up in particular, it's called KIND. You can find them at supportkind.org. And it stands for Kids in Need of Defense. They've been around 10 years, and they're all about offering legal, emotional, all kinds of support for kids and families who are being separated and for migrant kids in general. 
all. They do really, really good stuff. They've served 16,000 kids over the years in six countries, so it's not just here. And what they do in part is train thousands of attorneys so that they can make sure that kids are not appearing in immigration courts alone without good representation. They also help advance laws and policies and practices that protect kids, uphold their right to due process, which is part of what's not going on right now. You know, that kids are being treated as criminals and put into actual prisons and detention centers. So without me crying and getting too serious about it right now, although it's a very serious issue, please check out the article on Cool Mom Picks. There's a lot of good links, but in particular, supportkind.org. It's a really good way to give back to some kids who just really, really can use all the support they can get right now. Thanks for sharing that. And I know that uh, listeners will be really thankful too. I know that a lot of people, just even in my small circle of friends, have been asking and wondering what they can do to help. And so this is a great place to start. So thanks for that. And thanks to everyone for joining us for yet another episode of Spawned. And huge thanks to our engineer, John Bowen, who makes us sound like we're huddled together in the same closet every week when really Aww. we're in two separate closets. I miss <laughs> huddling with you, Kristen. We should I do know. more episodes together when I we know. can. I know. I actually liked huddling in your bathroom while you were huddling in your closet. It it changed things up for us a little. There were only two walls between us. We were so close we could almost touch. It was like Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore and Ghost reaching through the walls. All right, take it easy, kid. Take it easy. (laughs) Well, but we love hearing from you. Leave us a review on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe. You can do that right now. And actually, remember, when you download or save our episodes, it helps us. It helps more people find Spawn. And you know what we say here? Well, I don't know if we say it here, but I say it. The more, the merrier. <laughs> we say lots of things. That's one of them. It's hard to keep track. We say so many things, Kristen. Oh, it's true. Well, thanks for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.